tell me, what's it like being on the road all the time? They've got a term for it. It's called confusional arousal. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I wake up and don't know where I am. It's scary. But what's even scarier is how comfortable I've become with that feeling. That's scary. Yeah. That's what happens when you haven't spent more than 10 consecutive days in the same bed for over a decade. (laughs) Part of the job, I guess. A true road warrior. (laughs) That's right. But it must make being home feel like a vacation. Oh, absolutely. And my wife and boys know that when I'm home, I'm all theirs. It actually is a wonderful quality of life. Mm. I work hard on the road, but at home, I have more freedom and flexibility than your average nine-to-fiver. Nice. And they must love that. And having a professional travel consultant in the family? Yeah, it does make packing for family vacations easier. (laughs) (laughs) You must have your routines as a traveler also. Yeah, well, when you do it as much as I do, it's hard not to. I travel the same airline, see the same gate agent, even go to the same coffee shop after I clear security. Which is where the problem started. It is. I went to my usual barista to get a cappuccino, sat down and started working. I was there maybe, what, 15 minutes or so when I got a text message that my flight was on a 90-minute weather delay. Bad weather was crushing the Northeast, and the airport was packed with delayed passengers. Now, I'd much rather sit at a cafe than at the gate, of course, so I always make my base camp there. Now, I don't have many vices in life, but coffee is one of them. I hear you. I decided I had enough time for a second cup, so I took my travel mug. This one right here? Yeah, same exact one. Uh I took my mug up to the counter and waited for my refill. The time to brew a few espresso shots was all it took. I turned back to my table, and my laptop was gone. Ouch. I looked up and down the busy terminal, thousands of people, all wearing heavy jackets because of the cold here in Boston. I knew I had no chance. My laptop, which could access the secured personal information of thousands of patients, was gone. Turnip Health deploys medical staff across the nation. We provide uh, in-home health care for people with unusual medical situations. Now, I'm a traveling nurse and carry all that information with me on my laptop. I was looking at a catastrophic situation for every one of my patients and my own job, mm. not to mention a potential HIPAA infraction and tons of bad press for the company. Right. According to the Chubb Cyber Index, the number one cause of compromised data in the healthcare sector is human error. This includes programming and user misconfiguration, as well as device loss, which is exactly what happened to our guest today, Stephen Kirby. Stephen is a traveling nurse for Turnip Health. Today, we'll take a look at how an insurance policy helped prevent a potential data breach and a potential HIPAA violation. I'm Jim Nelson, and you're listening to the Chubb Cyber Risk Podcast. It's an honor to host this podcast series and help our clients better understand today's cyber risk landscape. As with all theft, you must have felt pretty violated, Stephen. (laughs) Violated? Stupid was more like it. (laughs) I've read all the employee manuals, training modules, and new hire policies to protect against this sort of thing. I turned my back for seconds. That thief must have been watching my every move and was just waiting for me. So... Tell me about the exposure. What was on your laptop? Well, it was a company computer. Uh. I had minimal personal information on there, but it was linked to a lot of sensitive data. Turnip is a large company, and I use that laptop to access all of our vendor files, uh, like names, bank account numbers, uh, addresses, and more. Mm. (sighs) And if that wasn't enough, that laptop was a potential portal to thousands, tens of thousands of personal health records for our clients. So what kind of information was in there? Anything you'd find in a health record. 
patient history, prescription information, charts and films, exam and diagnosis history, patient names, birth dates, social security numbers and addresses, all were all at risk. If you've ever heard the acronym PHI used in relation to privacy, it stands for Protected Health Information. In Stephen's case, it would be EPHI, or Electronic Protected Health Information. This private data is protected under the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, or HIPAA, which is under federal oversight. Private health data like exam results or x-rays are considered protected when they're combined with any number of specific identifiers such as name, zip code, social security number, or photo. Unauthorized release of this information is a clear violation of HIPAA, which carries with it strict penalties, not to mention an almost guaranteed negative response in the press for a company like Turnip Health. So I returned to my table and took a few deep breaths, like yoga deep. I assessed the situation. I was gone for about, what, 30 seconds, and in a hall of a thousand or so people, I knew there was little chance to catch the thief. I was convinced this wasn't a setup job to blackmail Turnip, more likely an opportunistic theft. I'm sure the crook didn't know what data was on the machine. But let's say they did know, and they were after that secure information. Right. In 2015, we brought in a new head of information security, uh, Kelly Hansen, with a strong cybersecurity consulting background. With support from our insurance provider, she was able to find and retain a cybersecurity vendor that helped us develop a cybersecurity risk management plan with the primary intent in protecting the health information of Turnip Health's clients. Mm -hmm. PHI was big in the news at that time, and Kelly made it her mission to secure ours. Got it. So tell me all about it. Well, all of our computers and other company hardware are equipped with security standards, things like uh, mandatory password management software. Also, we launched the MBH Access app, which generates a one-time password to access our systems. Like multi-factor authentication, meaning you have to verify who you are in more than one way before you can access anything on the computer. Yep, yep, mandatory. It's on all of our laptops as Turnip Health employees and only works with our domain password. But on your computer, were you logged into those portals? Thankfully, no. Our portals are only available by secure VPN. And as much as I love the internet and Logan, it's not exactly a secure environment. (laughs) Virtually or otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. So what did you do after those yoga breaths? Did you even attempt to find the thief? Like I said, I knew it was gone and there was little hope. So I first called our security team to report the theft. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, our company requires that number to be saved on all our cell phones. You had your cell phone. Remember the part about me being a coffee junkie? Ah, you had a coffee app. Smart man. (laughs) That app gets me free cappuccinos faster than I'd care to admit. So what did your security team do? Well, the team was able to access my machine remotely, disable all my secure apps, and shut down the operating system. Within minutes, those thieves had themselves a totally bricked machine. Nice. Oh, sure, they could reformat the hard drive and sell the computer, but the data was never at risk. So tell me, did you bother going to airport security? Of course, I had to. Those guys love to pull up security videos. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was seasoned enough to know better, but I guess you can't be sure. I'm just glad it wasn't any worse. I'd say I got lucky, but I had to give all credit to Kelly. If she hadn't worked so hard and had the support of our insurance carrier to help her retain the right vendor to implement a strong cybersecurity risk management program, I could have cost the company a lot of money. And lost my job. I guess you have to look at it like that. The cost of replacing a laptop versus the cost of exposing all that data. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us at the Chubb Cyber Risk Podcast.
Maybe we'll do a future episode featuring all your travel tips. I'd love to. Thanks for having me, Jim. According to the Chubb Cyber Index, 34% of malicious actions against healthcare organizations come from outside the company. And as we learned, it only takes one bad actor to compromise protected data. The bad actor in our scenario was a thief who could have hit the PHI jackpot. A likely destination for this data could have been the dark web, where personal information is bought and sold as easily as you and I might buy a new pair of shoes from an online retailer. And the median cost per cyber incident in the healthcare sector in the last three years? More than $800,000, according to the latest data from the Chubb Cyber Index. The insurance company's role in this scenario was one of providing the tools and resources to help prevent an attack, keeping Turnip Health vigilant and aware. But in the event of an attack, Turnip Cyber Coverage would have been there to help Turnip Health cover the losses. This industry-leading level of service is possible only with products like Chubb Cyber ERM, which combines market-leading cyber insurance with access to extensive loss mitigation and incident response service providers, providing a comprehensive enterprise risk management solution that provides access to services such as password management, employee training, and vendor qualification tools that help protect a business before an incident ever occurs. That's it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening. For more information on Chubb's cyber risk management solutions, visit chubb.com cyber and stay safe out there. The scenarios described here are hypothetical and are offered solely to illustrate the types of situations that may result in cyber incidents and or claims. These scenarios are not based on actual claims and should not be compared to actual claims. Precise coverage afforded by any insurer is subject to the terms and conditions of the policies as issued. Products may not be available in all locations and remain subject to Chubb's underwriting criteria. Whether or to what extent a particular loss is covered depends on the facts and circumstances of the loss, the terms and conditions of the policy as issued, and applicable law. Chubb has no obligation to provide any cyber services for loss mitigation or incident response. The policyholder is under no obligation to contract for services with any of the Chubb pre-approved loss mitigation or incident response service providers. The selection of a particular pre-approved loss mitigation or incident response service provider is the independent choice of the policyholder. Loss mitigation and incident response service providers are independent contractors and not agents of Chubb. Chubb assumes no liability arising out of any services rendered by a loss mitigation or incident response service provider, and Chubb does not endorse the service providers or the respective services. Before a policyholder engages with any loss mitigation or incident response service provider, the policyholder should conduct its own due diligence to ensure the company and its services meet the policyholder's needs.